song? What is your... You've heard this before. Oh, I heard it so many times, not only in Puerto Rico, but of course in New York, whenever we went to Latin functions. But you know what? That really brought back to mind uh, on Sundays in Puerto Rico at that time, we used to get dressed up and walk around the plaza and just walk around in circles and walk and walk and talk to each other, meet each other coming and going in circles. And uh, then they would play this, which is sort of like, it's not the national anthem, of course, but it's the next closest thing very, to it. They all know it. Everybody knows the song. Oh, the you kids said and, it. You and everyone. said it, so, yeah. And even, even the, Gee, the words it makes me it. very yeah. uh, nostalgic yeah. and kind of sad and warm. And <laughs> I suppose all the feelings are involved. I mean, oh, the goodness yeah. there, the poverty that's there at the same time. Everything. This really, Latins are such lovely people. They are so warm. They are just so rich. Do you feel this was all captured pretty well in, in uh, West Side Story? Well, you know, I'm very glad to say I didn't know, I was surprised when I saw the film, I couldn't help feeling, by golly, the sharks came out on top. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible, but since then, many people have said that to me. They said, gee, the sharks are so special and so warm, and yet it's the Jets who uh, have really the major role in terms of the gang itself but the most people come to me and say oh the kids in your gang were marvelous and i really feel that way they're my gang <laughs> these are my babies this is pride and gang you yeah. said it well there again pride and gang and pride and country of course there is a connection there too because the gang to a kid is his whole kingdom well too. especially if that kid feels alone and uh, mercilessly uh uh, beaten by people, he's got to do something. What else is he going to do? Uh, to go home is just dismal, because the the home is it's it's. Well, I, I'll tell you what I, the circumstances under which I lived, we had uh, many. We moved constantly, which is also what happens when you have a very bad housing situation, and uh, you ca it's so hard to keep these places clean. These are tenements I'm, I'm referring to. We, ha I, you know, I, I was on intimate terms with cockroaches all my life. When I came to California, I nearly died of shock because I didn't see any. And I really asked, why not? Where are they? And somebody said, they all go to New York. Yeah. <laughs> and they do. The cockroaches. Yes. Las cucas. Las cucas. <laughs> yeah. You knew them pretty well. Oh, yes. Knew them all by name. You know, perhaps... Uh, as if you hear this documentary again, this might uh, bring back a memory, another thought to you. These are kids from the, this is from the album, Nueva York. Mm -hmm. and, uh, That's a wonderful album. There are kids, uh, it's a tape recording, kids in class in a school, the teacher's talking. We'll try to find this spot. Okay. And thus this segment from this documentary. Mm, well, <laughs> I just don't know what to say. It's a... Uh... Oh, the idea of a child having coffee for breakfast, the idea of a child being cold because his brother's wearing the only jacket, the idea of having to go to school and learn when... Oh, well, it, I, I, um, I'm either going to cry or get furious, and it's really futile to get, to get either way. The thing is to do something. And so all this, if I... This, we come back to Rita Marino now and hearing this. In your playing Anita... Not that all these thoughts were in your mind, because Nita was someone different, <clears throat> and yet you, the actress, Rita, w w were aware of all these matters, and so this probably lent Anita. Well, anyway, you know, when you do a role, there isn't only one side to that role. There's the Anita who thinks that it's terribly important to be 
only American and white and terribly accepted. And then there's the Anita who says to herself, why should I uh, uh, subject myself to such indignities? I and me, and I'm very proud to be me. Then someone comes along and says, you're a spick. And then she says, I guess they're right. And then again, she says, no, so what? I am a spick. I'm happy to be one. There's so many sides to uh, any character. It's certainly to a character like that. It isn't just one element. Well, you were a natural, obviously. <laughs> the producers, I mean, just one of those inspired choices. You're doing it. Was it? How did you come to it? This is a question you've been asked many times, I know. Um, well, mm, when I did King and I, I worked with Jerry Robbins, who did the ballet, The Small House of Uncle Thomas. And at the time, just after he was through with it, he, he asked me, he was going back to New York, asked me if uh, I'd be interested in doing the, a play the following year. I said, fine. And curiously enough, I think at the time he had me in mind for the role of Maria, which Natalie Wood has since played in the film. And uh, by the, well, by the next year, I got letters from him and several other people, and I just didn't have the guts to even try out. That's what happens in the movies, you see. That's what's very bad about movies. What's that? You, you are, everything is so mechanized and so well prepared for the actor, and so many... Uh, Little mistakes can be avoided by ever so many technical things that you begin to think, I'm not capable of anything. Because the lights will fix my face, the camera will move for me, the director will tell me what to do, and if I don't do it correctly, I can do it again, according to the specific, the uh, specification, that's not the right word, according to the instructions yeah. of the director. Well, you really begin to feel after a while, I really can't do anything. And that's, that was my problem so at the time. you feel like an automaton. Well, it's, yeah. If, especially if you've been raised in that medium, which I more or less yeah. was as an actress. So, uh, of course, the play was an enormous hit. It's all past history. I went to see it the, the first year it opened. And uh, after I saw it, I said, that's that. If they ever do the film, I've got to do it. You, you, <laughs> met, you mentioned Jerry Robbins' name, and yet you said your mother taught you, uh, took you to dancing school, and learned uh, Latin dancing as a little girl. Did you study uh, uh, ballet, too? Yes, a little bit, not much. That's, well, that was one of my big struggles on the film. For one thing, I had not danced, not even one dancing class, for eight years when Westside came up. And I thought, if I get it for acting, I'm going to lose it because of my dancing. Really, it's like never having danced at all, not to have danced in eight years. And uh, at the time, it was time for testing. Is there any more sugar? I'd love some. At the time testing came around, uh, he asked me about the dancing, and of course I said, I lied. I said, I haven't danced in two years. <laughs> and really, when you haven't danced in eight... <laughs> but it all came back. No, it didn't, no. but I somehow the audition steps were... Oh, I'll tell you what I did. I knew a girl who had played Anita in a play. I never told Jerry this. I must one day. Uh, and she showed me the steps that I might possibly be asked to do for the audition. So when I came in... <laughs> Jerry showed me some steps, and luckily they were the ones that Carol had taught me. And he said, my heavens, you learn fast. And I said, do yeah. I? <laughs> Terrible thought, though. Suppose there were different steps. I, well, learn. I was taking a chance. It was a wild shot. It really was. So they just happened to be the right steps, and I learned them rather quickly, so he was mightily impressed with that. And uh, then I did the acting test, and I knew I would do all right there. I just knew I would. In the acting test, not a yeah. matter of acting, was, mm -hmm. was it always film acting? Did, did you do other uh, dramatic acting before? Uh, well, in films, but really never yeah. had the opportunity never to really. do anything with substance, ever, really. Not even in King and I. I was just a benign ingenue who was an excuse for ballads. 
But your awareness, I'm talking now about Rita Marino, your mm. apparent, your obvious awareness of many things, your, your, your vitality, must have led you to a feeling of frustration, perhaps. In films? Some, yeah. Oh, it sure did. I started to take a secretarial course at one point. Things were not only so bad, but so when things were offered to me, they were so awful. You know, really, Hollywood's idea of types sometimes is kind of distressing, not to speak of abominable. And uh, I went to secretarial school. And there was a time when I was going to get a job in a five and ten. That was three years ago. Anywhere. As late as three years ago. Yes. And I called my agent to tell him, and of course he thought I was out of my mind. And he said, you'll never work again, and so forth. I said, well, I'm not working now. <laughs> you would have it, and then came yeah. West Side Story. And really, that's when, uh, I think the day I called my agent to tell him that, something came up, something rather nice. I think it was um, uh, Playhouse 90 or something. What role? Is there a role? This may sound like a cliche question. Is there a role or a kind of role that challenges you now that you... Now, at the moment, it was Sally Bowles. It is mm -hmm. Sally Bowles in yeah. Summer Theater. Is there another role that is... On, well, I'll tell you something. Again, we're going back to this, what we've been talking about. But more than anything else in the world, I want to do a picture that deals with Puerto Rican New Yorkers. It hasn't really been done. Not yet. There was a film called The Young Savages with uh, Burt Lancaster, but I don't think it really did it. And, you know, curiously enough, Stads, there have been very few books on this. You, I, I, went to the, I went to bookshops, oh, about six months ago, looking for books on the Puerto Rican situation in New York. I couldn't find any. There were three or four. Yet there's all The sorts rest were statistical, yeah. and, you know, I don't... All sorts of journalism and headlines. Yes. About, about gangs. Oh, sure. But no books on... Yet Did there you is ever Dan read a book called... Dan Wakefield's book is excellent, uh, Island, Island in, in the, the City. city. And then there's a marvelous book by a psychiatrist who has since died. What is his name? Um, it's called Circle of Guilt. His name is Theodore, oh gee, I can't remember, that was a marvelous book on a case history and his opinions. He's a lovely man because he's not, he's a very practical, uh, uh, he's not a theorist. He puts everything into action. You must get that book, it's wonderful. So there is then. So that's what I want to do, what you to get do, back a, to that. A, a yeah. film that has the ring of whole truth Absolutely. Yeah. Well, obviously there's a story there too. You said it, there's 85,000 stories. You were mentioning... Uh, and what's important, kind of you know, too, you know, it's very universal. It isn't just poverty and oppression in New York. It's everywhere. When you do a story of that kind, that's why I love the books, Children of Sanchez. It's universal. You mentioned Children of Sanchez, the, yeah. the tape-recorded work of this family. Yes. Uh, would uh -huh. you be interested in the role of, say, Marta? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask! <laughs> It'd be fantastic. My mouth waters. Uh, and it's something that is socially very important to me, you know. Well, it's a combination of two things. You say it's socially very important. You say that there's an artistic need, too, to be fulfilled. Well, of course, I also that. think, you see, that, uh, that uh, the, any medium like this of mass communication has a responsibility, a very serious obligation to its public. And it's not only to entertain. I don't care how many people come and tell you that they want to be entertained. There are always those kind of pictures. But I think things like Judgment at Nuremberg are desperately important. And by God, I'm glad to see they made that. Doesn't West Side Story have a yes, very definite theme? Uh, yes, it does. Very definite. It also shows the tragedy and futility yeah. of race hatred. It isn't a sensational film in the sense that it's full of violence and so forth. So uh, 
I want to do things that are important. Well, you're busting out. I really am. It's <laughs> terrible. It's marvelous. We need more buster outers, it occurs to me, among. I think so, too. In, in, um, in films, too. And in films. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I'm about to call you Anita, which is, That's a, okay. which is meant as a compliment, really. <laughs> Rita Moreno, there's a chance now for the... But anything else you'd like to talk about now that we haven't... We've been skirting different things, saying... Any, well, anything else... Uh, let me think. Concerning yourself, your work, your feelings. Mm -hmm. uh, we've touched, I think, pretty much through what you've said. We have a, a pretty good portrait of you. Well, I'll tell you one thing. This is really out of left field, but it's, it's a real thorn in my foot. And it concerns the responsibility of actors to an audience... And uh, almost every day I'm getting hit on the head by someone who says to me, you should be grateful to your audience. And my answer is, for what? For liking me? Nobody twisted their arm. There's a whole old-fashioned, uh, uh, retreaded, weary theory about being grateful to one studio as though they had no money in mind when they bought you for a film. It's hilarious. I remember one time uh, an actress lived next door to me, and she was discussing the business of Jim Garner leaving Warner's or something. But you know, there was a whole fuss about that. And, uh, and she said he should be ashamed of himself. I said, why? She said, well, they made him a star. And I said, well, hotsy totsy, how nice for, of them. It was done for altruistic yeah, reasons. Of yes, course, of yeah. course, always. That was the purpose. So I have a, I'm sorry, I'm quite yes. blasé about that, and I, I'm not, big-headed, but if someone chooses to like me, how nice. But I don't owe them anything, not even a good performance, as Humphrey Bogart said. I owe myself a good performance, but nobody anything. Well, perhaps you just said it. Uh, somewhere we're looking, I was looking for the, uh, the core, and you just uh, bit into it, and that was it. A good performance for yourself. In other words, you must satisfy yourself first. As of a course. Spirit, everything else follows them. I agree. Logically. Well, I, I, I want to be happy. I want to have a relatively peaceful life. I have enough problems without wanting to please everyone in front of me. And of course, you know, that is one of the hazards of being in this business. You are occasionally uh, made to feel that uh, you must please everyone. And it takes an awfully long to find out that you really don't. You really don't. But when you first come to Hollywood, especially if you're a naive young girl as I was, you're made to believe that the only way to be a star is to wear bathing suits, which I did, and I'm very sorry about. I don't regret it any longer. It's past. It's done. But uh, there are other ways, you know, to be uh, a well-known and appreciated personality other than the standard. It's that old hackneyed phrase that drives me wild. That's the way it's done. Don't be different. But your point is that's the way it's done need not be so. Absolutely not. Why must it be not. done? This Quite applies to just about everything you've said. Everything. Right? That's the way it's done. Mm -hmm. So we can say now, the see, uh, obviously an independent figure and an actress of vitality and, and great talent, Rita Moreno, uh, two, two ways. And West Side Story, of course, the film at the... Michael Todd Theater. <laughs> Isn't it there? Yeah, the oh, my film. I thought yeah. you were speaking of the play. No, yes. the film. And the play, at to the see you right Edge now, in person, as Durante would say, at the Edgewater Beach Hotel until June 24th in a wholly different role, Sally Bowles. And a very good play, by the way. I am a camera of John Van Root. Oh, it's the matter. And it's very funny, too. Writings. And you're, you, you, there's a great deal of humor in the way you oh, do it, Oh, it's too. terribly funny, yes. She's, a, she's really a nutty character. You know how we open this program with... 
Anita and, and company singing America. You have it. Jimmy already <laughs> has it. Here then, I say to you for now, goodbye. Rita Thank Marino, you so much. This should much, be the beginning Stubbs. of, a, I hope, another session. Yes, I hope so too. Thank you, really.